Hello, everybody. My name is Danny Grant. I am an artist, a drawing and painting instructor. I live in Austin, Texas, and I would like to welcome you back to the studio. This is the place where I interview and talk shop with other professional artists, and we get an inside glimpse into their daily lives as professional artists. This episode of the Studio Podcast is sponsored by the new Figurative Art Convention and Expo. Finally, there is a conference just for the figurative world. It includes hands-on workshops and demos from masters like Jacob Collins, Juliette Aristides, Daniel Graves, David LaFell, Stephen Assail, Jeremy Lipking, Max Ginsberg, Graydon Parrish, Sherry McGraw, Jordan Sokol, Cesar Santos, John Coleman, Michael Mintler, and Tony Pro. Plus, they have added in the track conference at the same time, all for one price. You can learn more about FACE at figurativeartconvention.com. Hey, if you would like to support the podcast with your dollar bills, you can now do that. Just click the donate button in the upper right corner of the podcast page at dannygrantfineart.com, and I will be eternally grateful to you. Um, Okay, with that bit of business out of the way, let's get to why we are all here. I was looking at the Texas Portrait Society website one night, and I came across James Tennyson's work, and I just thought, dang, this guy is legit. So I checked out his website, and all his work is just really impressive. So I reached out to James, and we had a really fun and informative conversation. Okay, I'm excited to have artist James Tennyson on the phone with me. Hi, James. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you doing? Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for being here. Um, so, James, you're in Fort Worth, Texas. Is that right? That's right. Yep. Okay. Um, did you grow up there, or was that a move there later? Or? Um, no, I actually grew up overseas oh, in okay. Portugal, and uh, oh, wow. my family's from, yeah. So we uh, ended up here, and I've, I've lived actually in Connecticut and California, but we're here right now um, okay. for the time being. Yeah. Okay. So how long have you how long have you been there, and, and what took you to Fort Worth? Well, um, in Texas, about twenty something years, and it was it was family. I have a lot of family around here. Okay. Parents and children, and so. Fort Worth's a nice place. Um, do you do you enjoy living there? Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, I it's it's a manageable city, and mm-hmm. uh, we have three great museums, and so uh, as they as they say here in Fort Worth, it's a city of cowboys and culture. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a great great description. You guys are yeah. are definitely uh, museum rich there for sure. Yes, we are fortunate that way. Yeah. Um, all right. So I, I want to start off and ask you about uh, a typical work day for you. Um, so, you know, what kind of hours you keep, uh, all of that stuff. Okay. Well, it's sort of evolved over time. I've been painting now professionally for about 35 years, I guess. And so it's, it's, it's changed, but for the last Many many years, I I'm very scheduled, so I cool. typically you know I'll get up at uh, six o'clock, I'll go for a jog, I'll come back and get to work by seven thirty, 
and then work until about five kind of business hours. And I, I do that about uh, probably six days a week. Oh, nice. So, yeah. It's, it's hard to, to keep me out of my studio. Mm-hmm. I like to work in daylight hours. So I, I, um, I started out as an illustrator, so I would just work all the time around the yeah. clock. But once I phased that out and, uh, could set my own hours. I, I, I sort of fell into this re- routine of really just pretty much business hours. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, and so the the bulk of your business are portrait commissions, right? Right. Um. Let's see. So I noticed that you're a part of uh, the Portraits Inc. group. Is that? Um, is that, I guess, where, where most of your portraits come from or do people come to you directly or both? Well, it's both. And, and, uh, certainly Portraits Inc. is a great, is a wonderful agency. And so, um, you know, I would not be out, be without a rep. I, I think it's so important to have okay. a good one. Um, and I do, because I've done this so long, I do have, um, several, you know, I have several commissions that come to me every year just directly <laughs> to me. But the, uh, I'd say the bulk of it is them, and then I have a, a couple of other people that represent me as well. Oh, okay. Um, do you want to mention them? Or... You don't have to. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, one, yeah, one's a, um, Jasmine Sewell. She's in New York City. Oh, okay. And, uh, and she gets me work. And then, um, well, that's the main other one besides Perfect Tink. So is she... He's a Jasmine Sewell. Right. So this is, is that an agency or is she like an no, artist representative? She's on her or? Own. Yeah. yeah, she's, she has her own agency. Her, it's just basically her, but she represents some, um, I think maybe about 20 artists. Hmm. Whereas, uh, Portraits Inc. have what they have associates all over the country, really. And I don't even know how many, but it, I'd say 30 or 40. So, You've got these associates all spread out all over the country that find work for you. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and those associates, are they, they're all kind of working independently? Well, they work, they work for Portrait Inc. Right. Portrait Inc. And so it all goes through Portrait Inc. Um, but they all have, of course, in the cities where they live, they have their own contacts. And so right. they'll have shows of our work. And they'll, if something comes up, they'll present maybe three or four different artists or more, um, different, you know, price ranges and styles. And hmm. then the client will choose, choose the one that they feel is a good fit. I see. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, and so do you yeah. have a, a particular person that you, that sort of, uh, represents you inside of Portraits Inc. Or could uh, no, it be not any of those people? Right, could be any of them. Okay. And um, it, it's interesting. This last week, I've been on two interviews to, where they were considering two or three artists, and mm-hmm. so um, it's not the typical. The typical procedure is that the the associate will show the work of different artists. And when they choose, they like the style and the price of the certain artists, they will choose them to do the portrait. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, I was interviewing to, to see if, if I connect, if the client clicked with me and we connected, I guess. And so oh, wow. kind of different. But yeah. You said you did that uh, already twice this week. 
Yeah, it's it's huh. the first time in my whole career that I've oh, had really? to do that. Yeah, and I've already found out. I got one of them. <laughs> I got cool. commissioned to do one of them, and, and the other one someone else got. Hmm. That's got to be... Um, you know, I had one of those. They were doing... Um, I think it was a portrait of Rick Perry for the University of Texas in the, uh -huh. um, they have like a governor's room there at the University of Texas. Um, and they needed a, a, a Rick Perry portrait. Um, and I had to go on an interview like that. Uh, it was weird. Uh <laughs> yeah, it, it is weird. It is weird. I, 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 uh, I like it the other way where they, They've chosen you because of your style. And, right. You know, they know they want you to do. So, yeah, it's kind of odd. Well, and this was kind of interesting, too, because the, the, the people who were interviewing were, they just sort of worked in the office there. And, oh. um, you know, whoever decided they needed the portrait for this room, it was just a very kind of, um, I don't know. It was people who needed artwork who didn't have a real big stake in the artwork. Uh, right. You know what I mean? They they just kind of chose a couple a couple of uh, women that worked in this office to go find an artist and pick the artist right. <laughs> to do yeah. this yeah. portrait. And, yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. That. Somehow I came up. Uh, I didn't end up getting it, and I have no idea why you know yeah. um if it was the the price i gave them or i you know because they picked some people whose style they liked but anyway it was just yeah. a very kind of weird experience it is it's very it is odd i don't i don't really like it yeah <laughs> well yeah i mean it sounds like you you have the same attitude about it that i do it's like well do you like it or not and just just pick exactly. me, just pick me, or don't pick me. But the the kind of bringing yeah. me in to talk about it is a little bit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So I saw that you did the official um, Capitol portraits for Rick Perry and Barbara Bush. Um, well, no, Ann Richards. Ann Richards. Sorry, Ann Richards. Yeah. I, I knew that was Ann Richards, and I wrote down Barbara Bush. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ann Richards. Um, but I'll tell you a funny story about that. I, when I was actually working on the portrait of Ann Richards at my studio, uh -huh. someone this was many years ago, 20 years ago probably, but uh, we were having some work done around the house, and one of the construction guys came in, and he said, oh, you're painting Barbara Bush. <laughs> so you're not the only one who's made that <laughs> uh, I don't know what that that's so weird I don't uh, anyway oh, the white hair yeah yeah it's uh, the white hair I guess we've just been looking at Barbara Bush for so long um, yeah this is sort of ubiquitous as far as Texas uh, politics goes um, or yeah national politics first lady um, anyway so how did uh, I mean, that's awesome. Did that come through Portraits, Inc., or uh, who chooses the governor portrait artists? Well, um, it's a process kind of like uh, with the, your interview you had, but they but they deal with an agency. At the time, it was a different agency okay. that's no longer. Um, but they, they wanted to see uh, several portfolios, so 
and I'm not in on that process. Sometimes I don't even know my work is being shown, <laughs> but, um, the rep after the meeting called me up and said that you're one of the ones being considered. And it was because while well, she saw something in my portfolio, I had actually done a woman that was an older woman and she liked the way I painted her with dignity and humanity. And I can't remember what she said. But, and so, um, that's really what clinched it for me. And so wow. I was chosen to do it. And, and that of course, led to so many other commissions because you get yeah, a lot of, of visibility yeah. doing someone of that nature. So, um, thoroughly enjoyable experience too, being around her. I, I spent oh, a day with her and That's yeah, cool. fun. yeah, yeah, she was, uh, I mean, I was, I was pretty small when she was governor, but, but, uh, she seemed uh, to be quite a likable person. She really was. She really was. I enjoyed I enjoyed my time with her. And she, you know, she was very generous. She ended up giving me, um, helping me get other commissions. She would recommend me to people. Oh, that's so, awesome. Very, very generous. And then the Rick Perry was also through um, the same rep. And, okay. And I actually sent uh, a little portfolio myself just to say, you know, I was honored to paint Governor Richards and I'd mm-hmm. be honored to paint. Governor Perry, if I was chosen, you know, I'd, I'd be honored to do so. And and I don't know if that helped or not, but they, they did choose me. So. so did you send that to um, Rick Perry's office? or? Uh, yes. Actually, I think it was the curator of the Capitol, and then she, she got it in the right hands. Okay. That's cool. So you got Ann Richards yeah. and Rick Perry, and I guess the same process went through, and they chose somebody else for, for George W.? Well, and, and uh, yes, uh, I think that Laura Bush had mm-hmm. um, connections. There's, there was a, a couple of artists, you may have heard of them, the Gentling Brothers. They were twins and lived here in Fort Worth. Oh, and, you know what? Is, I, 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 yeah, I hadn't heard of them, yeah, but they, I looked them up because of uh, because of that portrait. Yeah. Yeah, and so Scott and Stuart Gent, Gentling were... They were, uh, they're not really known for portraits, but the Bushes knew them well. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, they've, they've, done a, they've done a book on the birds of Texas. And I mean, they're quite, they're very good. Yeah. Um, so, so that, yeah, that's who they wanted to okay. paint. Uh, Bush's portrait. <laughs> um, so are you, are you uh, lobbying already for, uh, for Abbott? No, you know, I don't, I really don't lobby for portraits because I just figured it's going to, the reason I send a little portfolio to the Perry office is because um, I, I knew my work was being shown there, but yeah, 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 I've learned, I don't like to push myself on anybody, so yeah, I know it's worked pretty well. <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if anyone's comfortable with it, but some people are definitely willing and, and good at it <laughs> yes uh, yes there are <laughs> i am i am not and uh that whole thing is very very uncomfortable to me but um i wish it wasn't so uncomfortable but i agree with that too yes. <laughs> yeah i know there's some who can some artists i know portrait artists who work it very well and uh, mm-hmm. and that they're good at promoting themselves i mean i think i try to be professional and do the best work i can and present it the best way i can but mm-hmm. um, beyond that i'm not very good at uh, pushing myself yeah um 
so uh, I guess I wanted to ask a little bit about what the what the portrait commission process is like. And you, um, I did read you do have it kind of uh, a, a nice little description on your website about about the process. But so generally, you kind of meet with them and and spend uh, a couple hours, two or three hours, and take some yeah. photographs and kind of go from there. Yes, um, and it's, <clears throat> a lot of the corporate and CEO types, I think, they, they just don't have the time. And so I'm kind of lucky to get two or three hours. So I, I try to get that and beyond that if possible, just yeah. to get to know them first and then and let them get comfortable with me and me with them. And then they just sort of uh, will fall into a natural pose for me rather than if I just breeze in and out and <laughs> don't really take time to get to know them. So. Um, and I used to do more uh, an oil sketch on location. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, with Ann Richards, I, I spent a day with her and uh, did a, a little, I guess, two or three hour head study. Oh, cool. Um, cool. Yeah. And so, but in her case, as she said, she says, she just lost the election and she said, I've got nothing better to do. So <laughs> she was very willing to just sit there. And she, we had a great time. She ended up taking me back to the airport to go home. And, Oh, wow. But, um, yeah, with uh, Governor Perry, I had, uh, I think, 9 to 12 is the slot they gave me. Mm. And he was still governor and so very busy. And so, um, but he was very generous with his time. But I, I just took lots and lots of photos of him. Yeah. And then uh, and then I did a, I, I sent back to them, I emailed the JPEGs of the, of some of the ones I thought were best, like three or four. Uh-huh. And then we narrowed it down to one or two photos that I ended up using that sort of a combination of both. So were you dealing, was there any back and forth with, with Rick Perry or were, at that point, were you just kind of dealing with his staff? It was with uh, Mrs. Perry, with Anita Perry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> she was, was very much involved in it. I guess that makes sense. You're going to deal with the spouse. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> she, she, yeah, she's got a she's got a big stake in that. She wants she wants that portrait yeah, to look right. good in the Capitol. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So when you're doing a typical um a typical portrait, how do you schedule out the payment? Like, do you get half up front, or how how does that kind of work? Um, with the the agencies. They they collect half, I believe, and they oh, handle okay. all the money. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Yeah. So they 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 I believe it's half, and then the artist gets ten percent of the full portrait price. Um, say oh. you know if it were ten thousand for portrait, they would right after the sitting. If you if it all went well, you you get a check in the mail for a thousand, and so. Oh, to start that gives with, you some or? cash flow to go. Okay, okay. To start with, but I can, yeah, I see. Okay. and that's all you really see until the end. Um, okay. And then when it's finished, then they, you know, the client pays, and they pay us. Okay. What's the general turnaround time on that? Are you? Is that like a net thirty thing, or they pay pretty immediately? Uh, yeah. Well, I think so. Usually, people are pretty good about paying uh, within thirty days. Uh, I've had you know, over my 25 years of doing portraits, I've probably had a couple that went 90 days, you know? Yeah. But, but usually it's, it's, it's a pretty quick turnaround. Um, yeah. And it sounds like dealing with an agency, uh, those things are going to be more on a schedule. Yes. 
Um, that's what one thing I like about the agencies. They really do simplify your life. Where you you just paint, and they take care of all the details. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> of course, they take a you know a generous uh, cut, but <laughs> so I found though. I, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to ask. Um, yeah, I, I was just basically going to ask what that cut is. Well, it's uh, 60 40, 40 for them, 60 for us. Okay. All right. And I, and I used to, I, this is what I've learned too over a long period of time, because I went, I was, I rep myself for several years. Mm-hmm. And it was just so hard to do good work and sell myself and deal with all the, you know, inquiries. And so I've learned that a good rep is so worth the percentage they take. Especially since yeah. they've um, hiked my prices to to a level that I never would have on my own. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's it's it's been it's been worth it. Uh, no no regrets there. Especially an agency like Portrait Inc. That's they've been around a long time, great reputation, good people that that run it, and uh, so uh, invaluable. If you're if you're a commission portrait artist, um, it's invaluable to have someone like that working for you. Yeah, that that definitely sounds totally worth it. Yeah, and especially if they're gonna, if they're gonna, um, you know, start marking your prices up higher than higher than you ever would have gone on your on your own, then then totally worth it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then when the the portraits come straight to me, um, you know, my it's a nice uh, generous paycheck at the end. That's right. Um, so, is there yeah. any? Uh, you know, in the gallery world, there's pressure on if if someone comes directly to you to 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 route it through the to route them back through the gallery is there any kind of that any of that yeah. kind of pressure in the in the portrait world yes very much so very much so and um and i think rightly so if they if they've worked at showing your work i'll tell you one thing portraits inc does at any time they show your work to any anybody Mm-hmm. They send you an email that says your work has been shown to you know the governor's office wherever it might be or what, mm. whatever wherever mm-hmm. they've shown it. So you know that your work is there. So if someone calls you directly from that institution, chances are it's because Portrait Inc. Uh, showed your work. So I always ask the questions like that. You know, I want to make sure I don't want any conflict of interest. Right, 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 right. The, I think that's I think that's only fair. Now there are times that uh, someone has come straight to me after I let's see how did I do it. Um, I got a portrait of uh, governor Clements, uh, posthumous portrait. Okay. Um, but I was, I thought that surely portraits Inc had gotten it for me. And so I asked them where they found me and he said, well, we just looked up your website. We found you, you know, we looked for artists in Dallas for Earth and found you. So, yeah. So that one came straight to me. But, That's cool. So in that, in that case, then, yeah. then you don't, you know, right. You're not that kicking guy, back I, any I money to, to Portrait Inc. Or that's just all you. Right. And I cool. even, yeah, I even called them and asked, made sure because I really value our relationship. Yeah. With, with, you know, with my agency. So uh, anyway, yeah, it was all clear, and I got I got 100 percent of that that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Um, yeah. Anytime someone someone's offered me, um, and it, it's it's only happened a couple times, but. But I have asked, you know, have called the gallery and said, "Hey, this happened. You know, what, what, 
what do you want? Do you want a piece of this? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. They've been nice enough to say no. Just go ahead and do it. Um, yeah, you know, but but I do. I, I agree. I think you want to keep that relationship. Um, if it's a good relationship, you want to keep it good and and keep yeah. keep whoever you're whoever you're whoever's representing you in the loop. <clears throat> yes, I, I. Um. So how many of these? On average, how many how many portraits are you are you uh, painting? Let's say in a month or in a year. And uh, typically in a year, I'd say average of twelve. So nice. I give myself about a yeah. Um, I probably the most I've ever done is twenty something, which was way wow. too many. Yeah, that's a lot. So yeah, you, you kind of you many, kind of clipped out there. Did you say you give yours? I'm assuming you said you give yourself about a month since you you do twelve. That's right. Okay. Right. And so, and that's probably that's been the average now for the last few years. Okay. Um, back when my prices were quite a bit lower, and I was painting a lot of portraits of children for families, and uh, that's uh-huh. when I got way too busy. Yeah. So that's when you know you need to raise your prices when you have a waiting list of a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. You know, um, I interviewed the artist uh, Joseph Daly, who's in New York, and he he kind yeah. of said the same thing. He was he got overwhelmed with. Uh, with portrait commissions and and started raising his prices and then um, yeah. Uh, yeah so n- now he's at a more comfortable uh, working at a more comfortable pace right and sometimes it's hard to figure out uh, what that price should be and you know but it is it is supply and demand and that's where an agency has helped me to figure out where I fit in the you know in their whole uh, range of artists as far as experience and everything. And so they've helped me to, they've coached me on what, what to charge. And every time they mm. suggest going up, I, I get a little nervous because I, I sure. never want to run out of work. You know, I, I right. enjoy what I'm doing. I, this is how I make my living. But every time it's been just fine. And then I sort of transitioned out of doing 75% for families to now I do more probably 25% families and 75% corporate and mm-hmm. institutional and that sort of thing. Um, of course they have, you know, they have usually more money you know, foundations that will pay for it and that kind of thing. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And, and so was it kind of, was that something, I guess that was something you, you wanted to do kind of transition into more of the uh, corporate commissions, but was that partly because, uh, the families weren't necessarily going through the portrait sink direction, or um, I think it's more that um, what well, I'm looking around right now. I have two two uh, young, well, a boy and a young man. I'm painting, so I'm still painting for families. But okay, I think that it has to do with uh, price more. That, right. Um, you know, there are families who can certainly afford it, yeah. but there are many more institutions and universities and hospitals. And, oh, you know, I see. That are I see. Up. So once your prices yeah. started to started to go up, less there were less families that that could afford it. That's exactly right. Okay. That's what that's right. what they did that. Got and it. also, I'm I'm not that I um, want to paint men in suits. You know, less than my <laughs> uh, But but again, I do. I mean. 
I do enjoy it, but having the prices be higher, I do fewer portraits. Yeah. And then I can paint what I want on my own, you know, much more. I, I probably do half, half commissioned work and half paint what I want. And it's, so it's, it's been a, it's a real good balance. It's taken mm-hmm. me a while to get here, but it, it feels good. So how do you work in the, um, the work that, you know, the non-portrait commission work, um, is that uh, let's say you have a month to do a portrait and you finish it in three weeks? Are the are you then taking like that fourth week to <clears throat> excuse me to to go work on on one of those pieces or is it kind of oh, I got a couple hours tonight I'm gonna I'm gonna crank on that other thing or yeah it's kind of like the the latter um, but, okay um, yeah what I typically yeah. I typical I never if I have a portrait due unless there's a very tight deadline for an unveiling. I, I I never work on one exclusively. I have two or three or four going. And then okay. a typical day for me would be to work on the portrait all morning and then work on my own work in the afternoon or vice versa. Um, that's, that's when I find that I'm the happiest, you know, and I, I'm, yeah. I'm refreshed when I go back to the portrait, I'm excited about it again. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I can't wait to get back to my, my own personal work. So it's typically more just sort of balance, going back and forth between the two. That that makes sense. So you give so so typically you give about four hours to one of your portrait commissions a day. Right. That that'd be the average. I yeah. Think. That's, and that's a good amount. Of, that's a good amount of time where you're like, you can stay fresh on on a given piece. Exactly. I think. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, beyond that, even that's that's can get kind of long. Sometimes it's two hour increments that, that you know, I can't concentrate much after that, or I just don't see, you know how it is. Yeah. Uh, you just don't see things after a while. So yeah, four hours is tops as far as uh, uh, working straight through on one thing for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> cool. Um, let's see, you know, <clears throat> sorry, getting gunk in the throat. Um <laughs> So let's talk about, um, yeah, so you, you, you have the work that you do outside of the portrait commissions. Um, I'd kind of like to talk about that work a little bit. Um, and um, you kind of mentioned before we started recording that that ultimately you might like to uh, flip it a little bit to where you're maybe making, spending more time doing the, the, the non-commissioned portrait work, uh, more kind of yeah. gallery type work. Um is that are you kind of actively working in that direction or um I don't know exactly what my question is here. Um or are you yeah. <laughs> like are you taking steps to to step to 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 slow down on the portraits yeah. and try to try to ramp up the other work or or are you just kind of happy to work them kind of side by side? Yeah, well and and that's a good question and I'm I guess I'm sort of figuring it out as I go, but yeah. what, as I, because of, because I am getting more for the portraits, I'm able to have more time to paint. So I just, mm-hmm. I've just been painting and I have a, a, a gallery um, lady here, my fine art agent in Fort Worth where I live. She used to have a physical gallery. She's since closed her doors a few years ago and has reps me and a few other artists by appointment only. Okay. And so Currently, that's the only marketing I have in my fine art, except for 
what I put on my website or Facebook or mm-hmm. Instagram, you know. And uh, so, but my, I think my plan is just to keep working. And, and as one artist friend of mine says, keep working as if there's a market for it, for it you know, <laughs> just uh, yeah. um, build up build up a body of work and then, and then I will, I'd like to approach some galleries and, mm-hmm. uh, well, see where um, that goes. so have you had, have you had other galleries approach you? Cause uh, you know, you have like, I mean, clearly you have really beautiful work that, that, that also looks really marketable. I mean, as far as, you know, you have some of the, the Western stuff yeah. and it's just really, really attractive work. Um, have you had, some of the maybe some of the kind of bigger western galleries approach you no also, you know, also I really because you've kind of, i saw you've been in the um uh the the california art club uh oh, right, exhibition right. Yeah, so those that, are kind of you know uh, uh really high profile shows right. um anyway i'll and show I, up on uh, the answer <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I keep <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I, I keep interrupting you. And anyway, I'm, do, I'm oh, done well, now, and you can yeah. you can answer that. <laughs> okay, and ask you can ask more if I if I don't answer okay. it fully. But um, yeah, and part of my plan is to has been to show, and, and I joined the California Art Club as a as an out of state member, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I've sold work at that show. I haven't had I haven't been approached by any galleries, and <laughs> I haven't pushed it. You know, yeah. I, I, I guess because. I want to build up a body of work and then, and then I want to approach somebody and there's, you know, there are a couple of galleries in Texas and Fredericksburg. Well, you know, having mm-hmm. been in Austin, but yeah, they're good. And I'd, I'd like to maybe be with them, but I'm just sort of now just trying to work and do, do my best work and, and see where that leads. Um, I found over the long haul in my career that the best things that have happened to me have been things. I just try to do my very best work and then, good things fall into place. You know, I know you do have to for, you have to work at it. Yeah. But, so I didn't want to, I don't want to go too soon to a, a really fine gallery until mm. I felt prepared. Um, okay. But we'll see. I mean, if, so, if one call me after we hang up and one direct <laughs> me, I, I, I'd go for it. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> um, that, that's interesting that you've, that you, I don't know. I guess that you feel, feel that way because i mean looking at it from the outside it it looks like you have you know plenty of work and and of course the work is just really really great um it seems like you're you're definitely uh ready for that but yeah well and i guess too um why i haven't pursued it um thoroughly is because my fine art agent here in fort worth um she has been selling Oh right. Uh, particularly right, right, when we right. had, when the gallery was open, um, she would sell most of what I did. So uh, now it's more limited because um, there aren't physically people going coming through her door like right. they used to be. So right. I can I think that's why I um, haven't pursued it just you know real strongly yet. But I think that's coming up soon. Okay. Well, and and, and I guess if you do pursue it, it doesn't mean that you. Um. Oh, I guess. Okay, sorry. So I guess the thing is, all that work right now is represented by uh, the woman in Fort Worth. Well, that's true. You okay. know, that's true. <laughs> that's a, and, and it's not. It's, it's really. She's she's my friend too. So it's it's just a casual. We don't we didn't sign an agreement like you're exclusive with me. So right. if I 
found a gallery, I would certainly consult with her and, and tell her, you know, there's a gallery sure. that I'm interested in or they're interested with me. And I know knowing her, she'd say she'd give me her blessing. Right. But yeah, right. Technically, the ones I have, if someone called and if it's a piece that she ha- had in a gallery but then decided she didn't want to try to sell it, then I would feel free to sell it on my own. But if it's something she had in her gallery, and I know she's shown to other clients right. uh, that, that haven't bought it yet, but if I, but if I know she's shown it and is interested in selling it, then then that's hers. You know, she gets the commission on that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of going along with that, um, and this question is is really just about kind of general. I guess the overall uh, question here is, is, you know, how much stock to, to put into advice that you get about your career? Um, because, uh, you know, some of it may not apply to us individually, but might be a good idea overall. Um, so I'm sort of outlining the big question here. The specific question is, <laughs> um, and I, you know, I know the answer here a little bit because we talked about it before, but I noticed that you do have a lot of um, paintings on your website under the available tab. Um, and that wow. kind of, it struck me a little bit just because I had a, um, actually not a direct conversation, but a kind of a cor- conversation through a friend with a, a very high profile gallery owner who one of his comments when he looked at my website was to, you know, not show a lot, not show too much work, basically. And so that you project this image of, um, you know, you don't, you, you're not just producing all this work out there that people aren't buying, basically, I guess. Yeah. Um, right. You know, and that's, that's fine. And that makes sense. Um you know, but there's just a, there's a lot of advice out there like that. And then you see people, you know, for instance, uh, that was what I thought of when I looked at your website. I was like, well, this guy, um, is doing incredible work, you know, seems really successful and he's got a ton of work on this available page. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, so I guess my big question is just how much stock do you put in? Have you put in over the years to maybe advice that you get like that? And, and just what's your general uh, thought about that kind of advice? Right. Well, you do have to always, yeah, it's hard, especially when you get advice from someone you really respect or is very successful, but some of it just will not apply to yourself. Now, in this case of the, of a lot of, a lot of work on the websites, yeah, it's probably timely I'm talking to you because I hadn't really thought about that. And the, and the reason I have so many on there now is because I'm sort of, since the gallery, my gallery here locally closed and I'm sort of the, the showplace for it. Now, these are what's available and they, you know, they, they see it on my website rather yeah. than at the gallery. So, um, but I, I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Cause um, if you look on my, what happened with me was people would look on my website under oil paintings, for instance, and they would, and then they would get frustrated because they go, well, what, what, what's available and how much are they? And, yeah. you know, so, uh, that's why someone suggested have, have an available paintings page mm-hmm. and go ahead and list the price, which I was a little uncomfortable with. Sure. But yeah. 
They just said that way you just clear everything up because you, I'm sure, you know, people will contact you and for portraits, I get this a lot. And they say, I want you to paint my three children mm-hmm. and, uh, in one port. And then they expect it to be just hardly, you know, cost hardly anything. Right. And so it's good to have the have the numbers out there. So it sort of calls out who's really serious or not. Right, right, right. But, um, but that's good advice. Andy, I think I might, I might, uh, you may get on my website later and find there are fewer on there. I'll have to think about that. <laughs> no, you know, it's just one of those things that struck me because I'm always, um, yeah. I feel like, you know, I'll get a piece of advice like that and then, um, I don't know, sometimes I feel like I'm just kind of pinging around, like w- yeah. taking this piece of advice, that piece of advice, and, and. I know, it's. Hard. I think sometimes you just have to, well, I don't know if, if you're like me, but I'm not the great, best business person. You know, it's not what interests me. I just I right. want to paint. I've never, never got into it for the money, really. Uh, but thankfully, I'm making, you know, good money better yeah. than I ever thought I would. Yeah. But it's more been a matter of following my heart. And I still get advice, you know, well, if you paint these, this certain thing again and oh, again, you know, yeah. it'd smell like hotcakes. And, and I just... I mean, obviously, you have to balance it with you do have to make a living. But for me, I've got the portraits that do that for me. So when I paint other things, I don't want someone telling me Mm -hmm. what to do. So I'm sort of just following my gut, my my heart, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, and I I do listen to advice and try to get it uh, from people I admire. But, uh, yeah, it's hard sometimes to know if that applies to you personally when they give you advice. Yeah, and I I really think I'm thinking just more and more that um, so much of this career is you just have to be ruthless about um, filtering this advice into into how into you know what what's comfortable for you, what are your strengths, what are um, what are you trying to get out of your particular career which i think is a big question that probably yeah most people don't quite answer including myself right. you know I, th- yeah. these are all things that i'm that, that, actively trying to figure out you know and it's hard when right. you just get bombarded with with uh advice or information um yeah because and, like and you said it, you know, yeah go ahead no, as you say, and some of some of the advice you get contradicts itself, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Um Yeah. You know, you can get two pieces two pieces of good advice from diff- two different sources that are totally contradictory. Yeah. Um and Right. So and I, I think this point Oh, go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's just when I realized that, that is just what made me think like, okay, well these people have figured it out for themselves and then they're just trying to transmit that information to other people but they figured it out for themselves they figured out something that works for them and 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 are just trying to be generous and passing it on but but that worked for them and it may not be right for you and so that's the really hard thing about this i think and and i'm like you i'm not i'm not real business minded i just want to i just want to sit in my cave and paint and not worry about any of that other stuff yeah um 
that's all I want to do. So, so I need advice, <laughs> but uh, then you have to yeah, really, really be, be, uh, just, um, really edit out the stuff that that's just not going to work for you. And that's just, it's hard to know. It's just really hard to know. That's true. And also, I mean, that even applies to how someone telling you exactly how to paint and, you know, we're all so different. And Mm -hmm. so there are some general principles, but beyond that, you know, if you just have to paint in a way that's natural for you. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it sort of applies to business as well. You, you get some, you get good advice, but then always weigh it against, is this right for me? I mean, we're all so unique. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think that's a very valid point you make. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think that, you know, as much as we, as much artistry or whatever goes into creating the paintings, there's, there's just as much, of that kind of creativity or artistry that has to go into uh, the construction of, of sort of the business side of what we do. Um, and yeah. we don't, there's not any real training for that. That's just kind of uh, yeah. on the fly, on the job kind of stuff that yeah. we have to sort of figure out. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's, and, and uh, well, and now with, you know, internet and social media, it's, it's really, it's a different world, mm-hmm. I think. And mm-hmm. in some ways, we artists are, are much more in control. Um, and I, I like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm learning about that. I sort of reluctantly got on, you know, Facebook and Instagram and mm-hmm. website and all that. But um, it's been very helpful for me. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, have, you, have you sold anything directly through Instagram and Facebook? I have um, not a lot, mm-hmm. and I've gotten commissions from people seeing my work. Cool. On Facebook, not not a whole lot. Yeah. And, and often it's someone who has either seen my work or knows somebody who has one of my paintings, and so it sort of jogged their memory. Oh, right, he does portraits. Let's get him to do so and so. So, uh, because with painting, of course, there's nothing like seeing the physical painting. So I yeah. think. Probably in almost every case, it's been someone who has seen my work before or bought bought something of mine before, who then is reminded of that I'm still out here, and then commissioned me or buy something I already have. Cool. Um, so how do you how do you treat Facebook and Instagram? As it do you treat them um, kind of like a gallery, like a, an extension of your website, or or do you? Because some people treat it more of like a kind of behind the scenes kind of thing where they'll, they'll, they'll put up like process shots or, or, you know, right. videos. Um, what's, what's your approach to that? Um, sort of both, I guess, a gallery. Okay. And then also um, my son, who's been so helpful in coaching me in these things said early on, he says, just when, when he encouraged me to have a blog, which I didn't want to do, and he said <laughs> it was in conjunction with a show I did a few years ago, and I only painted Fort Worth subjects for one year, oh, and then the gallery, a big show at the, the spring of the following year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was very rewarding. But he he said you have to have a blog because that's really going to generate interest, and he was right. And he said don't just show finished painting, show process. Yeah, and he helped with some time lapses and things like that. Oh, cool. Um, so. Uh, so that's how I've approached it as a 
it's just sort of a showcase or sort of a glimpse into my world. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not, I don't, I'm not talking about sales. I'm not talking about winning awards. I'm just, I'm not talking about prices. I'm just talking, I'm just, it's just hopefully brings some joy to people to see, you know, um, my work and the process. And yeah. that's, that's what it's about. For me. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <clears throat> um, so we talked a lot about, you know, just now about advice and um, what 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 piece do you have a, a piece of advice something that's really uh, you know business wise or, or or otherwise um, that you would give to let's say let's say there was a young James Tennyson who wanted to uh, uh, you know have this career um, what what advice might you give that young artist uh, as they're embarking on uh, the same type of career that, that maybe you have now they're, they're wanting to get into that. Is there a piece of advice that you might give them uh, kind of as a first step? Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a hard one. I, well, work very hard, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, study nature, study great art, um, there's no substitute for mileage on your brush. I mean, there are no shortcuts. So it's just more that kind of advice mm-hmm. than business is what yeah. I would give. Just really, really be serious. Paint with conviction and uh, hone your craft. Look look at great art from the past and, and understand what makes it great mm-hmm. and uh, draw all the time. Um, there's just no substitute for time in the studio, as, as you well know. Mm-hmm. So I guess that would be my advice. Yeah. Um, I agree, you know, because as much as we could talk about, you know, different uh, business strategies or advice uh, on that end, none of that matters if, if you yeah. don't, if your work isn't at a level to where, you know, right. it, it's marketable or, or, you know, um, so that really is uh, step number one, and that's a big step. Yeah, uh, you know it is, and and you do. I mean, of course, you have to be smart business wise. But in my case, it's been the help of others, agents that have helped me, coached me on the business end of it, and I just mm-hmm. wanted to really perfect what I did and try to do excellent work. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, at, when it all it all comes down to to that is. Yeah, I do really yeah. believe that you're going to have some measure of success if that's the great thing about art is that, you know, it speaks for itself. So if you're producing high quality work, you're going to have some measure of success. Now there's, you know, obviously there's going to be a a range there, but, um, you know, you're, you're not going to starve if, if you are doing really, really high level work. Right. And I guess another piece of advice I'd give is keep the overhead low, you know, be willing to live simply Mm -hmm. because, you know, we, as, as you know, as freelance artists, we, we make sacrifices that some of our friends who work in the corporate world and, uh, you know, they steady paychecks and and, uh, retirement funds and all that thing that (laughs) it's been hard for us. So you make those sacrifices, but, Honestly, it's such a rewarding career. I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, and and, and I think the the thing is for for us um, who just love it, who just you know mm-hmm. just love doing this work, you know. Yeah. Um, of course, we'd like to have some of those uh, assurances, I guess. Um, but you know, they they end up not really being sacrifices because we've chosen because yeah. we're so dedicated to this work. Um, right. And, and yeah, well, it would be nice if we got a pension somehow. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, and, and made twice as much money and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, but you know, when you look at the alternative, um, uh, would we choose a different type of work? No. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's I can't I I just can't even imagine. Um Yeah, me too. Point. It's like my wife says about me, she says that I can't not paint. You know, I just have to paint. And I know you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's just a passion and I you don't you, you don't force it. It's just fortunately I'm just grateful that that I have the passion and have been able to make a living yeah. by painting. Yeah, it's, it's it's a dream for me. Well, and my wife certainly sees the difference in me when when I'm <laughs> able to paint, and you know sometimes it, I'm not able to paint for yeah. whatever reason. Right. Uh, you know. Right. <laughs> I'm a different different type yeah. of person to be around. Uh, I understand that. Yeah. Um, well, James, it's been really fun. Um, is there anything else you want to yeah. say before we sign off here? I don't think so, except to thank you very much for honoring me to be on your podcast. Yeah, no, it's it's my pleasure. Um, I really, really admire your work. I wanted to mention to you, um, uh, let me find the uh, title, the the one of the Bass Hall painting you did. I really, really love that. Evening Light on Bass Hall. That's fantastic. So cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. That was part of that year in Fort Worth show. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So, uh, jamestennison.com is the website. Right. Right. All right, and James. If you get on there, there may not be very many available. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, everybody, if you want to see those paintings, you better get on there fast. Yeah, you get on it quick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks, James. It's been been a lot of fun. Okay. Thank you, Danny. Okay. Thanks again to James Tennyson for uh, a really great conversation. Um, such a nice guy who I enjoyed getting to know a little bit. Um, and thanks to our sponsor, FACE, the Figurative Art Convention and Expo being held in Miami at the Biltmore Hotel this November. Seating is limited. To learn go- more, go to figurativeartconvention.com. And if you enjoy this podcast, tell a friend, subscribe, leave us a review and an eight and a quarter star rating on iTunes. And if the spirit moves you, go ahead and click that donate button at the top of the podcast page at dannygrantfineart.com. And as always, you can leave me a line at danny at dannygrantfineart.com. And I love you and I will talk to you soon.
Can't knock me in your cage You see us coming and you won't